Welcome back to the Girl Scout Troop Leader Experience Podcast. I saw an interesting post on a Girl Scout Troop Leader Facebook group, and I felt inspired to do an episode about it, and I think I'll make this a new series. I'm not going to do one of these like every week or anything, but just as I think of topics or as people ask about specific ones. Basically, the person who made the post was saying that she's disappointed that there isn't a cadet or a CSA badge about sewing. It's a fundamental life skill and it should be part of the Girl Scout programming. Now, obviously there have been sewing related badges in the past, so retiring all the old badges and then rewriting new ones and not including a sewing badge somewhat seems like an intentional choice, which might be disappointing to some volunteers and some girls out there. But similarly, people were very disappointed that when the new badges came out after all the old badges were retired, there were very few outdoors badges in the new batch, and the horse-related badges had not been replaced at all either. But since then, there's been an official horse-related badge for juniors that was released, as well as a few series of outdoor badges. So we know that there are more badges coming out and I don't believe GSUSA will stop releasing new badges anytime soon. So my initial reaction is that, well, sewing is a life skill and one of the core program pillars of the current GSUSA program is life skills. So it seems totally plausible that they will release a sewing related badge in the future especially if it's something that girls express interest in. A lot of the badges they release are voted on by girls or introduced by girls. So if your girls are clamoring for an official sewing-related badge, I would encourage you to have them use this as a take action opportunity and reach out to their council and or GSUSA to create a badge program around it. Councils could create a council's own badge and or GSUSA could create an official badge as part of the national program portfolio, but they'll probably be more likely to do so if they're hearing from girls that it's something that they want. Okay, anyway, even if they do one, they probably wouldn't release it in the next 12 months. So if you and your girls really want to do a sewing program, where does that leave you in the meantime? Of course, the easy answer is just do a fun patch, right? Do something sewing related and then get a fun patch, but that can't go on the front of the vest. Well, okay, can't, that's dumb. Of course it can, but it doesn't belong there according to uniform standards. It should go on the back of the vest. Coming up with your own program also can be daunting, overwhelming, it can seem like too much work, and so on. So maybe you feel like when you try to come up with your own activities for girls that are skill building related, maybe sometimes they end up feeling a little dry or school-like. So immediately when I read this post, my wheels started turning about all the ways you could come up with a sewing program that aligns with GSLE standards. Now, I'm going to use some GSLE lingo here, and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, it's going to be super par for the course, but if anything sounds a little bit confusing or if you want more info, I'm going to link the GSLE overview episode in the show notes. And I want to be clear, even if you develop a program for your girls that is aligned with GSLE standards, there's still no official badge for it at this point. However, you can create something that's going to be just as fun as engaging and honestly, maybe even more fun and engaging than a lot of the official badge work is anyway. 
And seriously, you guys, this is how my troop does things. Sometimes we do things the girls want to do. Sometimes we do things that us leaders want to do because we want to share it with the girls. And sometimes it's just a matter of making the existing badges 10 times more fun. But regardless, I am always thinking of ideas in terms of GSLE and how to incorporate the principles and the methodology and work toward the designated outcomes, right? And our troop has so much more fun than if we just followed line by line on the script on the toolkit. Because even though the toolkit and the badge requirements are written, obviously, to align with GSLE, they lack a little flair and creativity sometimes. Okay, so when you're coming up with activities around a specific skill or event or field trip or guest speaker or whatever else you want to do, these are the things you want to think about. First, you want to make sure that they're doing at least one, if not two or three, of the discover, connect, and take action steps. If you want to build out a really impactful program and do all three of those things, then you are literally planning your own journey, basically. You can also do this to expand on existing badges, too, actually. So a lot of the discover and maybe even the connect is built into the regular badge requirements already, but you can expand on those things and then take it a step further and incorporate the take action portion as well. Second, you wanna make sure that the activities stay girl-led, learning by doing or hands-on learning and cooperative learning, or at least one or two of those things. The more of those you can incorporate, the better. So you want to incorporate teamwork or team building or like a working together element or working toward a common goal. You want to make sure it's very tactile and hands-on and that the girls are actually doing whatever it is they're learning firsthand. And then you also wanna make sure that there are girl-led elements. So girls should be making decisions, using their voices, thinking critically and so on. Third, you want to be working toward the five outcomes. You want to work toward building healthy relationships, having positive values, seeking challenges, community problem solving, or developing a strong sense of self. And to reiterate, you don't need to do all three of Discover, Connect, and Take Action. You don't need to do all three girl-led learning by doing and cooperative learning. And you don't need to work toward all five outcomes in any specific program that you're doing, but you should be doing at least one or two of each of the categories. Okay, here are my ideas specifically for sewing. Positive values and potentially even a take action project, which take action projects should always be girl-led and often they're also cooperative because the group usually works together as a whole. So you're checking off all those boxes. Um, so you can learn about the ethics of where clothes are made and under what conditions. And that's also gonna be a big discover piece. You could learn about the different types of stitches and the different kinds of supplies and equipment to, that are available to participate in sewing or embroidery. That's also gonna be discover. You can take a field trip to a seamstress or a place that does alterations, maybe even like specifically a place that specializes in wedding dresses or prom dresses or something because that's going to spark like an extra level of excitement and make it, you know, just a little bit more thrilling maybe. Um, so that's going to be the connect piece. You could practice some of the instances where girls are going to need a basic or fundamental sewing skill in life. Um, and that would include like sewing a hole, fixing a seam, hemming pants, sewing on a button, maybe even sewing badges on the uniforms themselves. 
that's all hands-on learning and it's developing a strong sense of self as well because then they'll be confident in the future about their ability to tackle those tasks. Maybe try some embroidery, which would be seeking challenges a little bit because it's probably something new they've never done before. And it's also, of course, hands-on. And then maybe some kind of sewing challenge, which would, of course, be seeking challenges. Um, and it's also definitely going to be girl-led. So there's so many things you could do here around a challenge piece. And challenge pieces are like a really easy way when you're building program um, to incorporate girl-led and seeking challenges. <laughs> um, but in the case of sewing, there's so many different things you could do. You could have them like challenged to make a basic stuffed animal, which is actually a real challenge I had in um, a home ec class in middle school <laughs> many moons ago. Um, they had everybody, you had like fabric and uh, stuffing and, and buttons and such. And after we had done our sewing unit, like the final challenge was like in this class period, you need to, you needed to like make an animal of some sort. Um, okay, you could have them make something that can function as like a bag or a purse. So some people might end up making like big bags um, or small bags, all different kinds of shapes, all different kinds of styles. Somebody might make like a coin purse. Um, people might so some girls might sew like big straps or small straps or no straps or whatever. So there's like a lot of variables there of what they might come up with in making something that could function as a bag or a purse. Um, so that could be a challenge. Or you could give them each the same item, like an existing thing, and have them quote unquote decorate it uh, however they want. So you would have like buttons and like different types of they could use different types of stitches or embroidery or whatever they learned during this program. Those would all be good options. And then you just see what they come up with. Some other ideas from the same thread include the girls learning to make pillows and then donating them to the Ronald McDonald House. You could also give those to animal shelters or rescues. Your girls could learn to make cat toys and then donate those as well. Um, and when you come up with programming like this, you don't have to write it the same way the badges are written with like the five steps that each have three choices. Of course you can write it that way and then let the girls take on an even higher level of like girl-led because they can choose which of the three choices of each step they want to do. But as long as you're meeting those different categories, you're going to come up with a program that is having both the short and long-term impacts that make Girl Scouts great. If you've listened to this podcast before, you've probably heard me say a million and one times that my girls are just not super badge oriented and that we tend to do things in quote unquote, the spirit of the badge. And this hopefully gives you an idea kind of, of how we do things. Sometimes we do actual badges and sometimes we do random activities, but we tend to go quote unquote off book a lot. And I don't hesitate with this and I don't worry about whether or not it counts because I know our programming meets GSLE standards. And I tend to think about it this way for everything we do. The girls want to go on a field trip to an exotic animal ranch? Okay, how can we incorporate GSLE elements into that? Like technically them choosing that in itself is girl-led, but let's 10x that. It's two hours away. Great. That's now part of our travel progression for a day trip. And travel progression and overnights hugely contribute to building deeper relationships. So that's related to one of the outcomes. 
Now, how can we ensure that girls on this trip are discovering, connecting, and or taking action? What challenges can we help them rise to? What can they do to work together as a team to incorporate that cooperative learning piece? Maybe like a team-oriented scavenger hunt, and that would be able to be both discover and connect as well, and so on. I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole planning another whole event on this episode, but just to give you an idea. I think that I'm going to pop on and do this kind of thing here and there, both with existing badges of how you can, as I say, 10x them, but also with programming ideas that don't currently exist in the badge framework, which is called the National Program Portfolio, things that don't currently exist in the National Program Portfolio. So if you have an idea for a program topic or a skill that you would like to work with your girls on and you want to hear examples of how to align it with GSLE or quote unquote 10 exit. Also, if there are specific badges or programs that you've tried out in the past that just kind of turned out boring or they didn't really work out as well as you hoped they would, send me that girlscoutpodcast at gmail.com and um, maybe I'll do an episode about the topic that you send me. So do me an email if you like. All right. I put all of this information about my sewing program ideas into a really easy handout, one page printout, whatever you want to call it, a PDF. So it, to download it, you're going to want to go to buildinggirlsofcourage.com. Buildinggirlsofcourage.com. That is my new blog site that <laughs> corresponds with this podcast. I'm going to include all of the downloads that um, I give away on these episodes there. And I'm also going to upload a bunch more stuff that isn't necessarily like episode worthy that you can download and use. So you're definitely going to want to go there, bookmark it now while I'm still building it out. But for now, buildinggirlsofcourage.com will have the one page printable, I guess, or PDF or whatever of my sewing program suggestions. All right. So that's it for today. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Make sure you share it with a friend if you thought this was helpful. And uh, if this is giving you ideas, if you're a co-leader, and uh, I hope this all rolling. If you guys do any of the sewing program suggestions in this episode after listening to it and you want to share with me any pictures or stories about your experience, I would really love to see them. love it when you guys connect with me. I know I'm not always the best at responding or at least not responding super quickly when you reach out, but I just need you to know that it means so much to me to know that there are people who are listening that this actually helps or matters too. So I really appreciate that. And um, I like to, to know who the humans are on the other side of this whole thing. So definitely keep reaching out. And yeah, that's all I got today. Talk to you soon. That's all for today's episode. We want to tell your story too. If you or someone you know is interested in being on the podcast, check us out at www.girlscoutpodcast.com. We want to hear from you. This podcast is not affiliated with or endorsed by GSUSA. It is completely run by volunteers and girls. Follow us online. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or at www.girlscoutpodcast.com.